Welcome back to Kicking It Back. Today is Tuesday, January 18th. We're back in action. Season three. Great response out of the first SOP. What do you think? I mean, shout out Noah. He killed it. Everyone's saying to us like, oh, that was such a good episode. Well, we appreciate that. But like, tell him that like he really stepped outside of his comfort zone. He killed it, dude. Yeah, bro. He did. He said talking wasn't his forte. Very glad he, you know, put some trust into us, was able to sit back with us kind of in the studio, put some headphones on, just vibe out with us, have some real conversation, some genuine conversation. Nothing on that was edited. There was not a single part that was edited. There wasn't one fix. There wasn't one anything. That's why I was stuttering left and right because there was no clear clean out. But yeah, I'm super thankful for Noah. I'm appreciative of him. Awesome family. You know, Josh's story was told on our platform, but it's going to keep going past that. I mean, it's he's just he was that kind of dude. And that's what the world needs. Yep, for sure. Thanks so much, Noah. Really appreciate it. Yeah, without a doubt. Well, we got another good episode this week. Another great interview. We're excited for this one. Yeah, dude is an energy ball. Yeah, without a doubt. He came in with full energy. Shout out this guy for coming on. I guess we'll leave the uh, introduction to him. What do you say? Yeah, let's do it. Let's roll into it. All right, we are now welcoming onto the show our first Ohio State D1 athlete. He's a YouTuber. He's a TikTok star. He was Emily Cole's formal date. Wow. What doesn't this guy do? Wow. Please welcome Mitchell Pelkey. Preston, Jerry, how are we doing, fellas? I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm excited for tonight. Uh, a nice solid hour with the fellas, so I'm ready to attack it. Let's do it. For starters, did I just get ripped, Jerry? Did I just get ripped to Jerry? <laughs> uh, for all the fans out there wondering, I asked Jerry to be on oh. the He said no, and that's a rookie mistake. So if I ever see young jerry on campus you'll 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 you'll, you'll hear me for sure oh that is wow, so disrespect i love i that, thought he just botched the a... name no no come on <laughs> <laughs> i even got it on the screen down here Very impressive. <laughs> I'm, I'm proud to be here i really want to say thank you for the opportunity as well um excited to uh, talk to some fellow buckeyes as well absolutely just just start us off with like who are you where'd you come from how'd you end up at ohio state yeah, yeah. So I, uh, like Jerry said, I'm a D1 lacrosse player here at Ohio State. Um, I came here because I was recruited here to play lacrosse back when I was 15, a uh, little freshman in high school, a little Italian guy running around. So I got recruited to come here, um, picked here. Um, I was talking to Preston before here, before we recorded. I love this place. Um, I, n- I honestly never want to leave. But I'm here playing lacrosse, creating content uh, on YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, everything. And I think most recently known as the Duke formal guy. But we'll get more into that. But I'm excited to be here, like I said. Wow. 15. When did you yeah, start playing bit. lacrosse? So I, I, I kind of grew up with a stick in my hand. My dad played at UVA back in the day. Um, so he got me into the into the sport, like grew up, never was allowed to play baseball. This is like such a sin to the sport of lacrosse. Um, grew up playing lacrosse, obviously an offensive guy with like my body type. My brother's a big dude, so he was defense. And then, yeah, just kind of always like meshed with the right kids in my town, got on the right travel team. You know, it was right after your eighth grade year, that summer going into freshman year of high school, like that was a big summer. Like every weekend in June and July, you'd be like playing at 15, 14 years old in front of like 30 college coaches. And it was so wicked, but obviously it played good. And, and now I'm here and I'm uh, so grateful for the opportunity. Wow. Is that a crazy yeah, thought that, that like a 15 year old, like they can yeah. judge off of a little 15 year old, so what the so talent crazy. could be. Yeah. I mean, look, looking back, like 
So the rules actually got changed. So now college coaches can't look at high schoolers until September one of their junior year, which is good. It's like, obviously guys are so much more mature. They know like actually what they're picking, but like, like looking back so many guys that committed when I committed, like decommitted and picked a different school because like when you're 14 to 18, like you change so much. It's like what you liked as a freshman to senior. It's like, it's so different. So it was so interesting. But like, I even look back at pictures when I was 15, I was like, dude, how did I know? Like where I was going to college, I look like a little scrawny pencil, like, I didn't know anything. And I think like God put me in the right position and I've honestly never looked back or never questioned my decision of coming here. That's freaking wild, bro. When I was 15 years old, I think I was just like worried about Snapchat streaks. If I'm being honest, let alone what I was going to do with the rest of my life. I know it's like so different whenever I I tell people that, and especially like at the time, like, yeah, Pelkey's committed. He's like, dude, he's 15 years old. What do you mean he's committed? He's like, yeah, he's committed. He's going to Ohio state. It's like so weird. Like, especially in the moment. And like, when I say it like this, like, I'm like, wow, like that was crazy. And back in the day, like, couldn't even drive a car, didn't have a job yet. You know, it's just so crazy, but I'm glad the rules changed. Like I said, and I think it's definitely better for the future of the sport. Were you kind of like the, the cool kid at your school for like committing so early? Like were people yeah, like, wow. Like a shock. Yeah. Like I went to a high school and when my brother was a senior, I was a freshman. So like, it was funny, like, yo, Pelkey, your brother just committed. And he's like, yeah, so it, a little bit, but like, I'm such a humble guy when it comes to stuff like that. I don't really like to brag about like those little things. Dude, that's freaking wild. I, I just, like I said, 15 years old, I feel like you're so young at that age and like be able to dictate your future. And it seems to like, based off of your statements, like it seems like you got that right at 15, right? Like your decision, like, I mean, you chose yeah, Ohio yeah, State, yeah. you seem to be loving it. It just seems like, you know, at 15, I'd be like, I would have definitely picked wrong. I would have been like, you know, I would have went after what looked cool, the warm place. I wouldn't have picked Ohio. I'm going to just be straight up. Exactly. Yeah. I was actually between Ohio State, UVA and and Hopkins and Ohio State just had like everything I was was attracted to the coach and how he kind of handled the team and everything. And it was just kind of all in one thing. And and what was weird about that was literally no one from my family or from like my high school um, has gone to Ohio State like I was like the first and it was so weird. Definitely made the right decision. Super glad to be here. So what are you studying here? I'm in a major called sport industry. Um, Pretty major. Like a lot of athletes get into it because they want to become like a coach. Uh, And for me, it's like, it doesn't require a lot of schoolwork. So it allows me to focus on this entrepreneurial mindset where it's like, obviously I have to keep my grades up to play a sport I love. So I want to take that route. You know, I kind of got to make my major less of a uh, course load. So like the YouTube channel, you know, we noticed your first video on your YouTube wasn't even about lacrosse. It was, I think a haircut or a barbershop or something along those lines. So how'd the YouTube channel become about and all of this, you know, 15 years old, you recruited D1 lacrosse. And now you're like, oh, I'm going to go start a YouTube channel. Yeah. Yeah. So I was committed. I committed October 1st. 2015 to Ohio State, March 5th, 2016, I started my YouTube channel. And that's something I always wanted to do as a kid, but I was like so afraid of like what people would say, like bust my balls and different things. Like, especially then, like you're a young buck creating, like I definitely didn't have the rep it did now. Um, And like my mom was such a big supporter on it because like my dad is like lacks this, lacks that. My mom's like, dude, you got to get another hobby or like you're going to be screwed. And like I always wanted to be YouTube. I was just so afraid to kind of like get that out there. Um, my mom was just kept hounding me. He's like, yo, you, you got to do this. So like, I finally got the courage to, to make that first video. And I knew that first one had to be super funny. And I was like, haircut videos, like always do so well. And it's like, I still remembered I was, I was at Stumbridge high school, my freshman year in history class with one of my boys, Evan Buckley, shout out to Buck. And I look over, I was like, yo, like, let me give you a haircut. He's like, only if I can give you one. And I was like, all right, let's do it. So I just went to my mom's <laughs> house, was on the deck because we couldn't get any hair in the house propped up literally like the camera they film like the Christmas mornings with and uh this went to town on his head totally chopped them up it's one of my funniest videos like my favorite video on the channel like it's got all these bald spots and everything but 
it's a classic and, and kind of just, uh, started from there and I've just continued to make content. Yeah, for sure. That That's so funny. I mean, what a start. <laughs> I know like, me and my body still talk about it. And I had to take a couple of videos down, but a lot of my first videos, like the first 10 were like haircut videos. Like that's actually how I got this haircut right here is because like we switched spots and he gave me like a mullet mohawk and I just have stuck with it ever since. And kind of those first 10 videos, like people would call this the Pelkey special. People were like, yo, like come over, give me the Pelkey special and everything. So it's crazy kind of where it's, <laughs> where it's, where it's came, but that's definitely how it started. That's funny. So then how did it transition into like, lax content yeah so obviously like lax was a huge part of my life but like the fans didn't really know that so it's easy to mesh like just bring the camera out and we go shoot but i kind of document it and everything like i started doing some like things of just like bring the camera in the locker room like interviewing different guys and everything and then you know i got more into like the actual youtube scene of just like kind of vlogging like my day-to-day and obviously like lacrosse is really you know a part of my day-to-day so that would be included in it and then like by the time my senior year of high school came around like I did a series called The Ride where every episode was each game day. So like it'd be like, wake up, go to school, pregame, game, postgame, bam, episode one. Do that for all games. And it was like 20 games. So 20 episodes. And we ended up winning the state championship. So like that's definitely something I look back on. I was like, wow, it's sick. It was like a series. Like people loved it. I still look back and like laugh at it. And it's like so interesting how my editing is like definitely gone up. But looking back at like the storytelling is still the same. Still me just clowning with my guys. But yeah, I just think it was it was so natural the way it kind of came in because it was already like half of my life. For sure. That was kind of the next wild. question I was about to ask is, do you do your own editing? Yeah, yeah. So I, anything you see out on Mitchell Pelkey's TikTok, Instagram, anything is by me. Definitely something I don't recommend getting into because it takes so much time. And and honestly, something I'm trying to get away from currently of like hiring editor, because like if I could film and then hand off the footage to somebody else, you know, we're talking about 50% of my time being freed up. And I think like that's so crucial if I want to take that step up in this business. That's freaking awesome, bro. Like that's so good. And the best part about your content is you seem so genuine. I think I reached out to you on Instagram, man. And I was like, dude, your energy is freaking awesome. Like we want to have you on. Let's talk a little bit. You responded, oh, I'm about this. Let's do it. You jump yeah. in the Zoom call today and you're freaking like bouncing off the walls you're yeah. i think we asked you how you were doing you said i'm amped like it was just like it's contagious yeah, like that's how you are in the youtube channel kind of go off my buddies like almost hate it sometimes because i'm always like fired up like i'm ready to go such a morning person so back in the fall we had 6 a.m lifts like i'm fired up i got gun on the speakers in the locker room we're getting this place hype and i don't know i just think like i'm always like at that level because like i'm just so thankful to like you know be on here talking to you guys like without me starting my youtube channel you guys having this podcast like none of this would be a thing so i'm just so thankful and i think going back to like the genuine thing like i love that because in this business there's so many fake people and it's like to find other genuine people that like do the same thing on social that i do i think is sick so like i just never was about like being fake or, or not or just doing it for the views and all that just like, never was my spiel so when you first started up that youtube page was it immediate good feedback from it? Like, what were your views like when you first started? I mean, like when I first started, it was all like, yeah, like that's a funny video, but nobody was like, all right, like I'm pumped for the next video. Like it was just kind of like Pelkey's just like making videos. It wasn't like anything super serious. And I think like when people realized it was serious, it was when my junior year of high school, I started, uh, I did this thing called 30 day, like vlogmas, people call it like just make a vlog every day in December. And like that made it real. And I was like, wow, like I love doing this. But yeah, I mean, like after that first haircut video, like another big reason why I kept on going is because I went to school the next day and like people were like watching the video and like laughing. And I was like, that that's so sick. Like they're laughing at something I created from nothing. Like I love that. And like, just I'm chasing that feeling like still to this day, every time I make a video. 
And that's so accurate, bro. Like that, that feeling of like, I don't know, you kind of had an impact on someone, you know, you said they were laughing or we just had an episode air where we had a guy on whose brother passed away from cancer. He kind of shared his story and we just got a lot of good feedback. Just like, Oh my God, man. It like really, you know, sets off the light bulb. Like I agree. That stuff's like what makes all this worth. It makes the, you know, the hours of editing, all that crazy stuff. It makes it totally worth it. Yeah. No, I think it's, I think, I think you're totally right. How did you make a transition into TikTok or Instagram? Like you started out with the YouTube and then when were you like, okay, now I want to grow other platforms like that. So I say like, I honestly like originally started on Instagram, but like not with the intent of like creating content, just like another Johnny just posting pics, like whenever he thinks he, he thinks he looks good. And then it was YouTube. And then it took me a while to like put micro clips on my Instagram about my YouTube channel. Like I kind of wanted it to be separate, but like, then again, like that's a big step you take in this industry, something I was fighting for a while. And then as TikTok started to rise here in the past couple of years, like I was so against it at first, just because it was like, you know, your TikToker, your dancer thirst trap and like, wasn't me, but like getting on the app, it's like way bigger than that. Um, so I got on October, 2020 and some guy I knew was like in the content business, like, dude, you got to get on it. Like it's the best engagement. It's the thing that's popping off right now. Like you don't have to be this third trap dancer guy. Like you can create your own niche, but like, you got to get on. It's going to help everything. It's kind of crazy. Like October, 2020 to then like November when this whole Duke stuff happened, it's like been a crazy year on the app, but like definitely something I won't stop posting on. It's cra- it's crazy app. Like I'm trying to compare that to Instagram and YouTube. Like it's so different. Now, now we got to talk about it. Give, <laughs> yeah. give us the whole Duke situation. Tell the story. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, still surreal story. Like people ask me all the time and I'm like, I don't, I don't know how it even happened, but uh, this girl, Emily Cole, that uh, is a Duke track and field star down there in North Carolina posted a video saying she needed a formal date to her Duke track and field formal. And I just like responded, just being a clown. I had a mustache at the time. And I was like, Hey, like my name is Mitchell Pelkey. I go across at Ohio state. This mustache is not even close to being permanent. Like, did I get the job? Iconic line. Iconic. Iconic line with the mustache. Like that's gotta be it. Yeah. And then she actually like waited like three or four days to respond. And I was like, dude, like what's up with this girl? Like she sees it. It's got a million views. Everyone's at her in my comments. Like what's going on, dude. I was fired up. My boys were clowning on me. Like, dude, like she brushed <laughs> you, like all this stuff. Um, then she responded, like telling the whole story. And she was like, Mitchell, do you want to go to formal with me? And then the second video I made, was like in the 2021 Duke formal draft, Emily Cole selects your boy. And like, I got all fired up and like that went viral. So like back and forth, a couple of viral videos. And then post Thanksgiving, I'm, I'm headed down there to go to her formal, like first weekend in December. And I'm like four hours in, and I'm thinking to myself, like about if I should wear a white button down or black button down, I like look in the back seat of my car where I hang up my suit. And it's like, not even there. I forgot my suit going to a Duke formal. <laughs> Gary Preston, like that doesn't happen, boys. <laughs> like I'm, I'm still shocked this day. Like a couple of people have asked me like, if that's fake and I, I can bow down to you. Like, I swear to God, it's not fake. I think it like made better for the video and like better for like the memories and everything. But you know, we, I went down there we hit it off like. Emily and I are a lot alike, which was like the weird part, like even like how we carry ourselves to what we do on the weekends. So like this and that was like so weird. Um, and we hit it off, made a video, made a bunch of TikToks. And then we kind of rekindled it um, two weeks later where she went to New York to see her sister, booked it up there from Virginia. And we kind of hung out for a couple more days and I haven't seen her since. Um, but we actually still talk like almost every day. Uh, we hop on a little FaceTime at night. Um, no label on us yet. 
um, but we're still trying to figure things out. So it's I've, fun, I've, but it's, it's still surreal. That's, that's still crazy. funny, bro. I was going to say, yeah. I hop on a FaceTime every night with someone too, but I call her my girlfriend. Uh, we've been dating for <laughs> five years. I'm just throwing that out there. Take it yeah. for what you want over there, Mitch. I'm just you saying. Got any, uh, you got any <laughs> tips for me, Jerry? Listen, I will say I can help out with the long distance thing. This is my forte. My girlfriend's been living across the country. Oh, where'd she go? She's in online schooling right now. She's uh, pursuing a professional dance career. So she does like okay. background dancing for all kinds of crazy people. Awesome stuff. But my biggest go-to line, okay, is we'll get into like a little scuffle about something. We don't get into fights because every time we get into a fight, if I mess up, I admit I mess up. And then I go, listen, are you going to break up with me over it? Because I don't do anything that bad. (laughs) I saw, I use that line. I say, are you going to break up with me over it? And then she'll be like, well, no. And I'd be like, why are we wasting our energy on this? (laughs) Like, like, it's not like a bad thing. Yeah. Like Emily, I definitely haven't had any fights yet, but like to get in a situation like that, I feel like if it, if it's not breaking up worthy then like it was just wasting time but at the same i feel like that's only a line you can use after like a couple years like if you're you're a month in and you know you're having a little disagreement and you're like whoa are we breaking up then then she's like whoa you're ripping out like five years in and she's like (laughs) she's like this guy it's it's so bad you got to acknowledge you're wrong you got to acknowledge you're wrong you got to be able to like that's a good thing in a relationship i feel like for anybody if you could straight up say you know what i messed this up that's what me and madeline do great that's why it works we're on each other's team but if one of us messes up we can say it yeah preston you got a girl i do really any tips for me i like jared's (laughs) tip a lot i really did that was good I'm going to start using that. I feel like that could solve a lot of, um, you know, pointless 15 minute conversations over what, like, what what are we doing here? Oh, and ice cream solves a lot of problems. Always remember that one. I got a huge sweet tooth. She cares about her body a lot. She's a runner. Um, but like, oh, I got the biggest sweet tooth. Uh, I'll be honest with you, Mitch. I think I'm going to have to settle some beef with Emily. I Why? reached out I reached out to her via DM probably two months ago, trying to get her on the podcast. She popped up on my uh, For You page. I'm like, oh. Duke track star. Psh, that'd be great content for the podcast. Never yeah. got back to me. You know, it's even really? funnier. Check your what? DMS. I also hit you about two months ago. <laughs> Wait, really? Yes, sir. I'm not check it now. But... Yeah. Check them after I check it now, but I, I'll be honest with you. I did yeah. it right when you were like million views on TikTok. Oh, no, I, mean, I wouldn't. Have right. Seen it then. Right. Exactly. I already deleted it then. Would you yeah. do it on your, your account or kicking it? Uh, mine. So you probably weren't going to hit someone back with 700 followers. No, I mean, I, like, it was <laughs> bad timing though. It was honestly like bad timing, like through the, like that whole thing. Like I was getting so many DMS and it was like, I do check them like any social media that influencer, if you want to call us like that says they don't check their DMS or lying to you like flat out. Like that's where like the business happens. I don't know how I didn't see that. I'm going to apologize here. Sorry, Preston. No, dude, you're good. Like I literally was trying to get you on for the hype. That I'll be totally honest with oh, you. Oh, so this is like, oh, I thought you said you reached out to her before. I did before you. Oh, before. Uh, and then, uh, then yeah. I'm like, I'm like, oh my God, worlds are colliding right now. Now I'm going to try to get him on. Nothing. That's all right. See, that's the weird part too, is like a lot of my boys texted me after. It's like, dude, you see what Co responded or Emily responded? I'm like, I've never seen this girl in my life. Like that was the first <laughs> time I ever saw her. And all my boys were like, dude, the track girl from Duke. I'm like, I don't know who she is. That's is her, hilarious. Is her sister like a singer or something like that? Yeah, her sister's a pretty big singer down there in Nashville. So she kills it. Julia Cole is her name. Um, I haven't nice. met her, but I think that's so sick. It's a good thing you just said you haven't met her. Because if you just openly admitted to like 
meeting that kind of famous sister, we would have been like, okay, are, are you sure <laughs> yeah. it's not more than, you know, just a nightly FaceTime? Yeah. <laughs> Kicking it back is going to have the Pelkey plug after this. I want plugs with all the coals. <laughs> I want them all. All right. I want. <laughs> yeah. oh, so I got to ask, how many DMs are you getting a day? You know, you could call yourself an influencer because that's what you are. I mean, how many DMs are you getting on all your platforms if you had a guess a day? I mean, you probably don't have an exact number. Um, yeah, I'd say like TikTok wise, like especially like when I was in the thick of it with Emily, it was definitely like 40, 50 a day. And I'm like definitely not a guy like responds to DMs if like girls reach out or like anything like that. Definitely a lot of DMs. And like to be honest, like I've seen almost everyone. Like I like I said, I go in there almost. and check almost, like I said. <laughs> um yeah, I think like obviously that's where it happens. A lot of businesses is in the DMs as well, but I don't know. I look at my Instagram and anything under Mitchell Pelkey is a business. So I, I don't really flirt with the lines. That's I have fair. to ask another question. Yeah. So you, you said like, obviously all that hype has died down a little bit. Every TikTok I see of your guys that you post, everyone's in the comments like, oh, where's Mitch? Oh, where's Emily? Like, does it ever get to a point where it's like, we both have individual lives or is it all just like, yeah. I mean, I think that's just like kind of like that drama, like reality show, like kind of vibe and it definitely like gets annoying for sure but at the same time it's like you know if i say something about something and, and they make it the wrong impression then it's like all oh, this guy like dropped the bag or fumbled the bag and it's yeah. like i'm i talked to her every night like <laughs> it's not like it's going anywhere but um people just like are so invested in like that's the crazy part too is like the amount of moms i've gotten my dms saying like hey i have two little johnnies and i've been married for 15 years but i'm so invested in what you and emily are doing it's like it's cool, but like to a point, it's like we relax. Like, <laughs> like we're we're still trying to create content and build our numbers up. Like, not every video has to be related to each other. For sure. So I gotta ask. You said you're at Ohio State. You're making content, all this stuff. Do you get free time? Like, what are you doing on a Saturday? Is it always business? I mean, you gotta be. I just watched your coach's interview where he talked about you giving up a lot of that free time. Yeah. Like, are you? Is it really business twenty four seven, or do you get a night where you can kind of kick it back with the boys? Yeah. I mean, it's actually something I'm struggling with right now. Is like freshman year. I was like just living the college life uh that first semester when i was here I actually didn't create content just because i wanted to like get everything under practice and school and everything like that but like when quarantine hit um right in march i was like dude like i gotta start making videos again like that whole creative process i just missed and ever since then it's just been kind of like business and then when nil hit in july one like it was like all right this is a business like i'm not letting this go i'm just gonna you know july one hit and i started sprinting i've kind of just not let off the gas. And like the thing I'm struggling with is like, I got to come up with like another hobby. I literally wake up, hop on a laptop, do something brand related, go to practice, come back, do the same thing. And then try to fit school around there. And like, I try to like, I definitely enjoy my time like at night with my guys. And like, I try to hang out with them a little bit on the weekends, but like the days of you know me, like hitting high street, like all day Saturday are definitely over. And, um, I don't know. I just think that that's another big step you, you need to take in the business. Like if you're serious, like that's a step you need to take. And I think at the end of the day, like, do I still have my balls busted? Yes. But at the end of the day, like they know what I'm doing. I'm not just like at home playing video games. Like I'm trying to build something here. And like, that's definitely been the hardest part. Um, and trying to like figure out ways to like not get burned out. Cause especially in YouTube. And I feel like as you guys continue to do this too, like the more work you put in, the more you're going to get out and like you're an entrepreneur. So like trying not to get burned out is the biggest thing. And for me right now, I'm like, not even close to being burned out, but like, I got to start implementing like hobbies and different things I can do to get my mind off, you know, working. Cause it's, it's tough. Like, I feel like I'm a workaholic sometimes. We got to get you out on the golf course, Mitch. That's a hobby that's, right there. That's another thing. I used to play golf recently. I started to hate it 
just because like I have no patience. Like, I don't know if that's me just being Italian, but I have zero patience. So I don't know what that looks like for your boy yet. I'm trying to figure out talking about your teenagers. <laughs> And, uh, but one weird thing that comes to mind is like when it gets warm out, you know, when the weather starts to change in Ohio, I really want to get a pair of shirt off headphones and helmet on and just get a pair of rollerblades and just rip it through campus. <laughs> like, I know it sounds like a clown, but like that would be something to actually like be interested in. I, if I saw you rollerblading, I would absolutely love it. I would, I would cheer you on as you are ripping I past me. I love that. Well, I appreciate that question. I'm just going to stay quiet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm playing. I'm playing. No, but it is something though. Like I definitely like do need to figure out. Cause it's like, like I said, it's just like such a taxing thing. Like you're just like glued to this thing. Like people like, Oh dude, Mitchell Pelkey is a sick life. It's like, dude, like I literally like sit here the entire day. For sure. And we, we can relate to that from the editing side of just yeah. the podcast. And you have a lot more stuff going on than we do right now. Um, mm-hmm. You seem obviously very committed to this stuff like talk about where you want to go after school with it like what what's your what's your goals and your dreams with it yeah so right now i'm a junior um i obviously have my senior year and and potentially that fifth year because of covid um so uh planning on taking that obviously that is a couple conversations with coach and kind of where i am in two years um but after college, I still want to be creating content on TikTok and YouTube and, and, and really just kind of doing the same thing I am now. Um, then in whatever genre that looks like, if it's still lacrosse, if it's not lacrosse, if it's totally something different, we don't even know about just still creating content under the name of Mitchell Pelkey is something I, I still want to do. You know, acting, broadcasting, those have always been a thing that I feel like I could do, but like those are kind of backup plans. I feel like, you know, build my brand up. By the time I'm 25, I don't want to still be making YouTube videos like I feel that my channel of how I've grown it is kind of my resume uh, when I, if I want to take that into different things. So that's definitely the goal. I, I definitely believe in myself. Would love to do that because like, I'm so happy doing it and I could see myself doing it for the rest of my life. Well, what's the biggest advice you could give us being a smaller, smaller podcast right now? Figure out like a niche podcast wise that you can get in and kind of once you conquer that niche, like continue to branch out. So like right now I feel like, like I'm definitely at top of this lacrosse creator niche but like that's why i'm branching out and like doing this pelk verse with all the other athletes here at ohio state or like doing different things that aren't related to lacrosse because at the end of the day like that's not long term for me so i'd say for you guys like figure out what that niche is for you guys and you guys love doing it conquer it and then move on to the next thing but i'd say too like going back to what we talked about in the beginning like take advantage of like tiktok and like these other apps that like can blow you up even faster. Like that's why I put out all these little micro clips of my YouTube video on TikTok is because the views and the duration, like all that stuff is just more on that app. So it's like, it's kind of like a cheat code a little bit, but I think the last thing I'd say is like, you got to be consistent with what you guys are doing. I know it's definitely harder because there's two of you, not just one of you. And you guys aren't in the same city sometimes, but consistently put out episodes and like, you might not get the LeBron James every episode, but at the end of the day, you're getting reps at, at what you're doing and want, want to do long-term. And at the end of the day, it's only going to, you know, help your craft get more golden. I'll be yeah. honest. That, that was some good yeah, advice. Yeah, bro, you killed that without yeah, a doubt. Because I, I, I like, I like, I still remember being in your guys' shoes, dude. I was like, I like didn't buy my first camera until like I was a year into it. I was like, all right, like probably should upgrade now. It's relatable, man. That's we're, just, we're, it's relatable. We're at that same point. Yeah. We're, if we're you guys like, ever get a cat on here that could say they could never relate to you, that guy's a scumbag. Look at Mitch Pelkey being real and kicking it back. Yeah, That's I mean, what it's, it's like, about. Yeah, I mean, talking to two genuine guys, Preston and Jared, I mean, I wouldn't want to be anywhere else. I love that. We got to get some underrated 
rated on you. That's our, we got our brand right here. We need to get you a hoodie, maybe a little scarlet and gray. I definitely rep it. I got to ask real fast. Like, are people sending you stuff left and right? Obviously you have like an NIL deal. I saw you're getting lacrosse sticks and stuff. Are you getting stuff sent from random people all the time? Or is it just kind of like limited just to that? Yeah, they definitely reach out. I mean, I definitely like to stay exclusive for sure. You know, working with SCX is the best lacrosse company in the world. Um, And just staying exclusive to like stuff I love. And like, you really have to like, if you're a brand, like, I'm going to talk to you and get to know you. And I really have to like, like who you are and like the message you're spreading. Cause at the end of the day, like if your core values aren't the same as mine, like no offense, I just don't want to work with you. And like, that has nothing to do with like if the brain is good or not, but like, I don't know. It just like the whole NIL thing has definitely brought like a whole business side to it. And I'm glad because I think like, it's warmed me up for like when I graduate and like doing this full time and like money is like a bigger issue. I just think you, you got to have like, you got to have boundaries and you just got to be like, you got to play it safe and just like always remember like what you're trying to do. And if a brand aligns with that, like take it on. And if it doesn't, you got to say no. Good. Uh, that makes right total sense. Interview. Yeah, for sure. Hey guys, it's how it grows with gross investments running an ad here on kicking it back. I'll get you back to the show in just a minute. I want to tell you about how our firm is able to manage your portfolio. At our firm, we're able to implement a proprietary investment methodology that utilizes a non-emotional, methodical, mathematical approach to investing. It signals what we believe are the three most important aspects to investing. When to hold, when to sell, and when we feel it's safe to re-enter back into the markets. It's designed to prevent the next market crash from wiping out your life savings. It's called MarketGuard, the power of knowing. Also be sure to ask me about our newest portfolio, MarketGuard Blockchain. Thank you, and back to the show. Gross Investments is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and unless otherwise stated are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance. All right, let's lead into our first segment. We got what's the word. We're going to give you the word and you got to say the First word that comes to mind. First word or like short phrase. You know what I mean? Yeah, I got you. All right. First one we got is lacrosse. Kevin Pelkey, my dad. Nice. I, I enjoyed that one. Yeah. yeah. That was quick. Had the stick in my hand all the time growing up and just like a guy I can give compliments to. Yeah, for sure. Next one, influencer. Casey Neistat. Legend. Right there. He's right there. Do you guys know who that is? I do not. I don't. What? Enlighten uh, us. It's little, we call this on the Buckeye Lacrosse Productive Action. P, Jerry, Productive Action. And I go on YouTube and watch old Casey Nice that YouTube videos. Guy was a legend on, on the uh, website, a uh, legendary creator. But let's go to number three. All right, number three, we got Ohio State. I just say like Urban Meyer. Like that's, uh, I feel like a go to, no doubt. That was, um, that was a safe one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it though? Nothing really. uh... (laughs) Uh, I guess now. I guess now. I don't know. (laughs) Um, I don't know. That definitely took me some time though. (laughs) (laughs) No, no. Urban Meyer is a legend around here. No doubt. I'm I'm so clipping him saying Urban Meyer and then the video. Yeah, I know. (laughs) I was just thinking that. Mitch's people are going to be reaching out to us about that one. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Next one. Energy. Mitchell Pelkey. I think without a doubt, like if you ask anybody that knows me, that's like the one word they describe me in. Energetic. I think it just like, like we talked about, just like me, who I am. For sure. That's awesome, bro. That's that Italian in you. I'm the same way. (laughs) Yeah. All right. The fifth one, we got a final one here. We got Mitchell Pelkey. Genuine, I think. Like, I think like hopping on this podcast or meeting me in the street, like I'm going to be the same cat. And like, I think like that's going to be it forever. 
And I think just I'm a genuine cat. That's yeah. awesome, bro. Yeah. We got a good one here, though. I got a good one. All right. We always add on top of that one. Okay. A hundred years from now, somebody says the name Mitchell Pelkey. What do you want them to think? It's a good question. <laughs> Mitchell Pelkey was a, uh, a genuine good guy that me and my family or, or, or my friends watched um, on YouTube and loved his content. And it was always something I could go to when I wanted to laugh or some sort of inspiration. And a guy I looked up to outside of just playing lacrosse or creating content. I like that, bro. That was good. Yeah, for sure. That. Over, under. All right. Over, under. Okay. This is what started think, kicking it I back. Like overrated or like underrated? You yes. got to take a side. They're really random topics. They're usually multiple. This season, we're just cutting it down to one. Sake of time, we added the what's the word. But literally, we have like kind of made our brand off of this game. Like the underrated hoodies. We've had some yeah. athletes rocking them and whatnot. Yeah. So they've been taken off. So everyone loves this segment. So, P, oh, give us what the topic is for this episode. Oreos. <laughs> okay. All right. I, this fires me up. Okay. I'm going to give you guys a little something after about Oreos, but let's get into it. Underrated for sure. Literally, like I just I just cleaned out, like I'm sure you guys, my mom gets me the Costco-sized Oreos that I have there. It's like, I don't even know how many. I think it's like 500. Um, and I eat three every night. After dinner, like that's my dessert. And I... Cut the icing off. I hate the icing in Oreos. I just eat the cookie. <laughs> yeah, I know. Crazy. That's why it's so weird. You guys ask. Bro. Yeah, I know. Dude. I hate the icing in Oreos. And that's about all the time we have for Mitchell Pelkey, everybody. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Tony, give me a red Solo cup. Fill it up. 2% milk. About halfway. Give me three Oreos. A little plastic knife. I'm teeing off the icing off there. Eating just the cookie. And that's my dessert, dude. I love that. That's so, so funny you guys brought that up. So how'd you come up with three Oreos? Uh, three was like good. It's like <laughs> good enough to satisfy the sweet tooth, but not a lot like not overeating. So fat. Right. So, yeah. Not over on it. But to, I guess answer the original question, underrated for sure. The amount of things you can do with Oreos is actually crazy. <laughs> yeah. You're, the look on my face is accurate right now. Yeah, you're going to hate my take. I think they're overrated. Really? I, I really do think there's a lot of other cookies okay, okay. that are superior. Okay, what a cookie you going to do? Don't say just like chocolate chip guy. I'm a big M&M guy. Interesting. Okay, I haven't had one of those in a while. What do you, you got, just, Gary? I'm going to be honest. I'm still wrapping my head around the whole cream and knife situation. <laughs> I'm struggling right now. I want double like mega stuff. I, I oh, want as much not, cream no, on that that's cookie. That's actually a tip, okay? If you want to go and you want to be like, hey, I want to take the Mitchell Pelkey route and take off the icing, go and get the mega stuff because it's easier to take off the icing. Wow. Yeah. You have, okay. You have it down to a science. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It Listen. just comes off as one piece where the other ones, you got to actually take time and scrape time <laughs> breaks and all that. Listen, um, Oreos severely underrated though. If you yeah. put them in the freezer and eat them cold, like a little, a little frozen. Oh dude. Game changer, bro. Really? Game changer. Jerry, I'm going to have to test that out. We, we, we got to go back for a second. I didn't have a solid answer for you. I have one now. First time you meet Emily's parents and they offer you some Oreos, just eat it like normal. Don't don't scrape out the icing. They're going to be like, this dude is just not soak eating it. Just our soak daughter. It. Just soak it. I, I appreciate that. I think I'll do that. Listen, I got I got some advice too, but I'll save it for the very end of the episode. It's how I want it to go out. All right. I want everyone to take this advice. Wait, how did you guys pick Oreos? I feel like you've had to do that. I don't think I've told anybody that either. Listen, if I'm going to be honest, I wanted to go drinking at the bar and I was like, man, I don't know if he's 21 or not. So I didn't want to like get in any trouble. Yeah. So I, I went away from that. 
And I was okay. like, all right, we'll just go. We'll just go Oreos. They're usually voted in. We just haven't ran a poll in a while. So usually people send in the topics. Oh, we didn't okay. do it for this one. So it's been a while. So we just, I just thought of something. I'm like, all right, that was, like, we that was random. You, you just thought of Oreos. Oh yeah. Totally random. I didn't see anything. I swear. I don't wow. know if that's been on the YouTube. Or that was like, that was I did my research so too. Well. Yeah. I did my research and I didn't see anything about Oreos. Yeah. Jerry, I like that. <laughs> Should have did seven hour car drives. <laughs> All right. The final segment we got is Cam's hypothetical. Our buddy sends in a hypothetical based towards whoever we have on. So obviously he knew we were having you on. So the hypothetical for this episode we have is, would you rather never be able to post a TikTok again or never eat your favorite food again? What is your favorite food? <laughs> My mom's um, pasta with meatballs. Uh, I'd say the TikToks. Like at the end of the day, like I could never, ever give up my mom's meatballs with pasta sauce it's an iconic thing jerry you said you're italian i mean you've probably got something similar but like uh, ma's homemade pasta homemade meatballs and sauce like as an italian cat like even saying no like i'm good tonight your mom's getting the wooden spoon out like it's just like you think you can't <laughs> do so it would definitely be i i'd have to bounce on the tiktok and and say uh i'm gonna continue to eat my ma's uh go-to meal. Wow. All right. I mean, Fair enough. That, that's crazy coming from someone with 72,000 followers on TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, dude. I think like there's always a way to, you know, maybe I stick double down on YouTube, but like to give out, give up like your favorite meal. Like what's your guy's favorite meal? Pizza. From where? Mm, I'm not picky. I like Romeo's. I also like Papa John's. Okay. What about <laughs> you, Gary? My, my favorite meal is my Aunt Angie's homemade italian feast it's the same spaghetti meatballs everything when you said that it hit home i knew exactly like i had the meal envisioned the other italian thing too is like when italians go to the italian restaurant they automatically hate the food and like even if it's good or not (laughs) ask my girlfriend we'll try to find a restaurant and she'll be like let's go here and i'm like i'm not going to get italian i refuse to pay for it like crap italian food but i gotta say like marcella's in the short north is close silly have you guys been or no no haven't oh silly it's really good i definitely recommend that have to try that out Anything you want to shout out? Anything, Mitch, before we uh, take this home? No, I just want to say um, if you guys uh, like this interview, give me a follow on Instagram, YouTube, any any of those social media platforms. It's all under Mitchell Pelkey. Uh, Paige, Jerry, I, I really do appreciate like having me on here. This was like so sick. Definitely, without a doubt, now this is kind of over. Like, definitely the best podcast where I've been in the guest uh, position. So I just want to say thank you. You guys are doing a great job. Appreciate, appreciate you, brother. Hopefully we can do it in person soon. We can get you in the studio. We can get yeah. the whole set up. I want to send everyone out on some advice here. All right. If you ever drive to meet a random girl on TikTok, don't forget your suit. Thanks for coming out, Mitch. <laughs> Thanks, Mitch. Yes, appreciate you. <laughs> Mitch, bro. I mean, what, what an interview. You, you're such a character. <laughs> Yeah, he was an awesome help too. I mean, I stayed after the interview, kind of gave us some pointers on how to grow. He's just an awesome dude. Can't wait to see him rollerblading around campus. I'm excited to see it, Mitch. Uh, you know, like we said, appreciate you coming on and kicking it back with us, man. We're going to have to do it again in person where we can actually kind of vibe out without the internet issues and all that, but you know, be fun. Yeah, for sure. We made the most of it though. He, like you said, he was an absolute awesome dude. Without a doubt, he's genuine. Like that is like the the Mitch Pelkey you see on TikTok and Instagram and YouTube. That is the Mitch Pelkey. Like at least from what we got to tell right there, awesome dude. He was already talking about we can maybe do some other stuff after. He's just a great dude. You know, shout out him once again for uh, coming onto our pod and just you know kicking it back with us. All right, cool. So we got song of the week. Now this is a fan voted topic. So every Thursday we're gonna run a poll. We're gonna have people send in song of the weeks for that week. We're going to pick one lucky winner that gets the song of the week. And that's how our episode's going to end. It's perfect, right? Like what's better than that? So this week we have 
a song from Josh Zabo. He sent it in. This is what gave me the idea. He sent me a song and was like, hey, you should make this, you know, the ending to the podcast. And I was like, you know what? Why don't we just have the people pick the song of the week every week now? So this week, Josh Zabo, shout out you. Always listen in. Always text me. Great dude. Uh, we got One Week by the Bare Naked Ladies. Uh, it's, a, it's a good ending song. I'm all for it. Shout out Josh. He, it's the energy booster. Like Mitch said, that's what life is. Just bring some energy. That's all you need. Yeah, for sure. And anything, anything in life. Yeah, without a doubt. Be the person in the room that other people want to be around. Let's keep rolling, P. Another yep. great episode. We'll see yep. everyone next week. Be sure to check us out on Instagram and TikTok at kickingitback underscore. Username is in the bio of this episode. Make sure to also subscribe to our YouTube channel at Kicking It Back Podcast and smash that like button on all your favorite videos. All of these platforms make it possible to vote on polls about the show, allow you to see behind-the-scenes footage, and most importantly, allow you to participate in all of our free giveaways. Subscribe and leave a review on whatever podcast platform you are currently listening to. Hey, Preston, did you know bowling three games is equivalent to walking a mile? He do Take us out. Thanks for Kicking It Back. Preston and Jared. Peace out. On both my knees, it's been three days since the afternoon. You realize it's not my fault, but only too soon. Yesterday, you've forgiven me, and now I sit back and wait till you say you're sorry.